Hi, I'm Michelle. So I said, Daydre, let's start a podcast. To which I said, have you heard my radio voice? So I said, Daydre, let's start a podcast. And I said, okay. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, here we are. Welcome to We Create Podcast. A podcast about creators and their real life inspirational stories and interesting ways. Join us as we share tales and ideas around following your passion and making life work for you. Typical interview on the go, sitting in a vehicle on the side of the road overlooking a couple of vineyards in Stellenbosch. It's the quietest place, a coffee shop just didn't get it. So today I'm interviewing Alfred. How's it? Hey, I'm great, thank you. Alfred Thorpe, um, for those who don't know Alfred. And Alfred, just give us a little bit of, like a, a brief history of who's Alfred? I think a brief history of Alfred is pretty difficult to explain. I grew up in the Kalahari, um, studied in Poch. I went dancing in a performing arts company for a year. I went to the British Army. I've done um, programming so yeah I've, I've worn many jackets so I think it's just quite difficult to summarize yeah jack of all trades I guess a master of few no actually a jack of all things and actually doing well at what I do not a master I, yeah I try to master what I do when I do it so what do you do variety is always been um a big part of what I do. I do mainly photography and videography, but I also manage social media accounts and I do websites for people. And as a sideline, I do a few trail running events and adventure races as well. So what do you think people see you as? People see me as somebody on holiday permanently. <laughs> um, I get paid to make things look good on social media, so I just do the same on my own account. I'll be in the mountains in the weekend, but I'll post it on a Wednesday afternoon and people think I'm always in the mountains or somewhere on the beach or a wine farm drinking wine. And they will always ask me when they see me, so what actually do you do? As long as you know, right? As long as you know what you're doing. Well, the, the thing is, it's not a black and white thing anymore. We take 20 years back, we were told to study this or that and that's what you're going to do for a living. And... Nothing is guaranteed anymore. Things are moving so fast and changing so often. People that studied hard, work hard, were loyal to one company for so many years, that's sitting without a job, you know. They just so there's there's no guarantees in life. When you work for yourself, you kind of you've got more control of or you just know it's not a guarantee anymore. As an entrepreneur, you just need to have different revenues coming in it's just sitting here where we're sitting looking over vineyards it's a classic example where vineyards won't they're not bringing income now you know so they will be making money with the vineyards in a couple of months time when they harvest the grapes and make wine of it they actually have other means of income as well your business name is Viertoering. The meaning is actually Lighthouse. The direct translation is something more um, like a tower of fire or a tower of light. Where does the name come from? Why that name? And what's the significance for you? 
So it's a bit of a long story. One of the hats I uh, was wearing was a construction hat. I was working for an engineer for quite, quite some time. Quite literally construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's literal. Um, but yeah, I had, I got the idea of the name as Tungsten is the filament um, in a light bulb that gives light to something. And you know when the light goes on, of like in your in your mind you like okay that makes sense and and i think the green building industry is something like that tungsten construction for me was i was in the green building industry and for me the light had to go on for people to actually buy my product tungsten construction that the whole light thing continued the lighthouse i, I do see I, I can associate with lighthouses in some way because lighthouses need to st- stay firm when there's a storm and I had like something of my character fits in with that stubbornness but like in Afrikaans they say arachat and I, I, I tend to to be that and I I always thought it's a very negative um, characteristic of mine but I think there's a lot of positive in uh, in that as well as you, you need to sometimes face a storm. You need to stand firm with your opinion or whatever you need to do. And that's why I associated with the lighthouse and you know, initial lighthouses weren't globes, electric globes. It was a, a fire that was lit. Yeah, that's the long story of the name Vierdoering. Um, have you ever thought of changing the name? And I want to latch onto that question also. Being a creative, we often want to change things. So you mm. get a name and then you almost like second guess yourself. We you get a little bit irritated or be like, oh, I need to change my logo. I need to change my name. Have you ever gone through that? And so I met a blogger um, from the States that um, his uh, handle was Landlooper, which is a Dutch name that he saw. And we made a huge success of it. So that gave me the confidence to actually use an Afrikaans name. I must say, like trying to spell Vuurtoering to somebody in English, like V-U-U-R. You know, you can't say V-W-R because yeah, <laughs> then be they'd write something different. And it has had its frustrations. But then like the whole Vuurtoering thing stuck to a lot of people and they actually started calling me that. So yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> they can't remember my name, but they can remember my handle. So and that's what's I important. guess that's a brand, you know. <laughs> you, you've worn a lot of hats, as you've said, and you've yes. got a lot of interest. So specifically zoning in on the journey as a photographer, um, when did you start taking photos? Just tell us a bit more about that. Okay, I started taking photos when I was probably eight or nine years old with one of these flat cameras. With the, I think it was a 110 film, mm. they call it. Yeah, I had one of those as well, yeah. So, I used one of those and I really liked it. My um, uncle was a photographer and I was always fascinated. Oh, that was his hobby. But it was an expensive uh, hobby to have. And that just continued to be an expensive hobby that I never really pursued. When cell phones came out, it made it really cheap to just pursue that passion and I did just that and with an iPhone 4 at the time I just I was just taking so many photos editing on on the phone itself and posting on social media and 
I got a lot of encouragement from a lot of people. It literally came from there where I evolved as a photographer, where I actually finally made the step after 35 years. I should actually buy a decent camera because I've, I've I thought about it for a very long time, but never had the guts to spend the money because it is a big expense to start off with. It happened just through other people encouraging me, not by myself making the bold choice. I'm going to jump a little bit just because you picked up on something that I also think is quite important for people working independently. How do you actually separate the positive and the negative? So what do you do? How do you zone out of, because we're all on social media and you engaging at social events. So you can either pick up the positive encouragement or the negative. So do you have any tips or advice or like ways of handling it? I think the biggest problem of... Um people working for themselves is you can be stuck in your own office um, probably in your pajamas at 10 in the morning sometimes not getting out and and I think it's really important to get out go sit and work in a coffee shop once a week you will find people that got the same interest or are entrepreneurs in some different level and build relationships and be open about it um, people like that will be there to encourage you when you're down and you are guaranteed to be down and going through dips and not being confident in your own work and I mean we've had this discussion more than once where I just don't feel good enough and I, th I think that's a, a blessing and a curse where you um, want to be good at what you do and you're kind of a, like being a perfectionist in certain ways you want to push and being better and better but you can also push yourself down in the dumps yeah. because you feel you're never good enough thing to put in place. If I yeah, can, I can definitely. Like I think there's this place for authenticity and being vulnerable and saying, listen, I really don't know. Yeah. Help me. And it's extremely difficult to distinguish in authenticity online. Like sure. there's so many people doing stuff and like you at events and they're your best friend. And the next day you like, you like you? can't even yell, get it. <laughs> set a date for coffee somewhere so which is a podcast all by itself like <laughs> social media <laughs> on average how many photos do you shoot a day on average that's i mean a, you do you shoot every day i am um, i try and see the beauty in something every day so i might actually take a photo uh with my phone of something small um or definitely of my dogs actually i i got burnt out with of shooting too many photos and like having my camera with me the whole time and then i so i used to shoot like 100 100 to 200 photos a day and now it's sure. like probably 10 weekends 500 to a thousand depending sure. on what i do but they do say um the better well the more you practice the better you get so it, there's a balance no that's absolutely true and um as soon as you put that photo that you've seen through a small screen on a camera, as soon as you put it on a big screen, then you just realize how bad you are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so then you need to improve a bit more. So the more you look at your work on a big screen, the better you will get. <laughs> you work on a lot of projects and I take it you work on a lot of projects at the same time. One question, when do you sleep and how much sleep do you need a day? any project when you work on it get at least something out in the next day or two to keep a client happy um, I think that makes a big difference no I think um, just 
being focused when you're busy with one thing and get get at least something out that like the rest will like just flow as you know you just go with the flow and i don't know and i do sleep a lot so i i enjoy my sleep like if you had to look back on your career as a photographer like what stands out one of the projects that i really enjoyed was just being a second shooter on a on a video project it was one of my biggest um, video pro projects to date where we did uh, work for sand parks and different in some of their different um, reserves and yeah you know, it's it's really nice to work with a big brand like that and to know that you were part of the project and to see so many of your shots featured um, so that was a collaboration the, project yes. I, I smile and just wonder why people can be so competitive um you, you get so many photographers that are so defensive and secretive secretive and like just fighting for their own little space in this world but people that collab together have, have got a completely different attitude and i think there's just so much more for them and creativity um lights up more creativity mm. so if you get two creators like it's sometimes the best thing to actually just have a coffee or have a glass of wine with somebody uh, in the same industry and just talk and share ideas and and encourage each other and like light the fire again ignite that fire because like i said you sometimes just need that encouragement you will get depressed and 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 that's a, a real thing a lot of people get depressed because because of all the challenges we've got today and so many creators out there and so many critics mm. online yeah, more you know? critics than creatives and i think you also learn yeah i think anybody that thinks you can't uh, they they know it all is is in the wrong um you know they're in the wrong yeah you can always learn something new and there's always somebody else that's going to be better than you at this or that so there's always space to to learn something new with this working by yourself independently um, having different kind of streams of revenue how do you handle the insecurities and then also almost the instability of an income you do not get a paycheck at the end of the month um i'm allowed to swear <laughs> <laughs> i'll edit it out <laughs> no because I, I just just uh got more of a give a damn attitude nowadays i think it stressed me out big time um in the past and i wasn't willing to take more risk financially and it's still horrible i'd like just looking at your bank balance and it's not like clients not paying when the debits or is going off is frustrating but you just need to it, it's i think it remains it will always be difficult to um deal with it all like you're not guaranteed anything these days you just keep on rolling and, and pushing and trying new things and you would still choose that over a set paycheck um i don't know like if if the right job comes it like crosses my path it you know, I and I think there's, it's, we're getting to the point where corporates realize that they need more creators at work, and you you see people like Google, um, allowing people their their employees to work from home and make things happen as long as they make it happen. So, I think there's definitely, I won't say no to the right salary if it comes around, but it's just a place in my um personal life where I'm now 
where I'm at, yeah, that doesn't mean I will stop taking photos and doesn't mean I would stop going out on adventures. It will just mean a little bit of stability somewhere else. You mentioned adventure just now as well, and then photography. Um, so just complete the sentence. Photography is. Oh goodness, um, I think if you know, you've got me there, I don't. I don't think photography is. I think um, there's no black and white rules of what photography is. I just think it, it is. A, cameras is uh, there are devices to capture something, and um, but it can capture any type of creativity. So for me to finish your lineup but photography is is just is impossible to define in a sentence i think that's probably <laughs> okay. what i would say in that and then the next sentence to complete adventure is adventure is pushing whatever your comfort zone is um that will feel for you like an adventure it's something that i've um learned in the years just watching other people that finish a a park run for example watch the face of somebody finishing his first five kilometer park run and the joy that that gives that person that was a, an adventurous day out for that person so that's also not something that i would write down in black and white it's not it's not summiting mount everest it is not swimming across the um english uh, um, channel it is literally just Whatever you did yesterday, if you can push yourself to do something a bit more adventurous today, slightly further than you've pushed yourself before, that for me is adventure. And I really respect anybody out there that that puts on a pair of shoes for the first time to get outdoors and go explore. What's the most stressful part of your job? And I'm focusing still on photography. I know you do a lot of other things, but... Um, what would be your most stressful part of being a photographer? I think the most stressful part ever is if you get to a computer and you try and download photos and it's not there or the you know, the files are corrupt, the, the Technology. SD, SD card <laughs> won't work. I mean, there's nothing like that because sure, there's like you've got a bit of stress. I think when it's raining and you're... You, you don't want your camera gear wet or something like that can be slightly stressful and the start of a race always gets your adrenaline pumping but um, if you just get that feeling that you don't have anything to deliver at the end of the day that can be quite stressful um, technology is not always our friend right you can do no. so much and then technology just sneaks in with all sorts of surprises yes uh, so I think you don't you should never trust it 100%. Just shoot with different cameras, different memory cards. Um, so you actually at least got something to show at the end of the day. Best investment, uh, either being a cost, an actual value on something or time, but just the best investment you've ever made in your life. With a, a lot of photographers would agree that glass is more important than the camera itself. So I was... Um, when I had to make this call of, am I going to buy a professional camera or not? Uh, the, the thing that I had to ask myself is Nikon, Canon, Sony, Fuji, whatever else. 
and I had to choose a brand and buy good glass because. So, so can, just for some people, like, so glass would be the lens, the, lens, the actual yeah. quality of so, your lens, and we refer to the glass, glass meaning lens yeah. translated. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you've got good lenses, fast lenses, like, then you can always use that. 10 years down the line and like any phone I, I I try to always explain to people that a camera body is like a, a phone nowadays I mean the technology is advancing so quickly that you will um, you will need to buy a new body in three or four years time sure you can still use the old one but the new one will be so much better in low light and um, faster shutter speeds and all of that but um, nothing beats when, beats it when you put in a fast lens with like f 1.2 or 1.4 so that's the one thing and, and, and the sh one other investment was I um, went to a, a show and there was a comp competition running for a that you can win a drone and I um, spent the whole Sunday like making videos there at the uh, at the show and I went back home and I edited and um, entered this competition they had so many rules and I followed all of them precisely and I actually won a drone so, hey. <laughs> so that was an investment of uh, comp uh, competition investment if you can call it that but it does it does um, give a different perspective to all your shots I mean it's it's just some of the different angles you shouldn't do all your shots as drone shots but it really adds a nice flair to what you got to offer favorite object to shoot dogs are my dogs are good fun to, to shoot because they're always fun and loving and running around like crazy and that's probably one of the best objects to practice on when you want to do any type of sport photography or fast moving photography um if adventure photography was a, a better paying job i would probably just do that like go out in the mountains, take photos of people doing rock climbing or whatever adventure. And you know, I actually love um, running on, on the trails and taking photos of trail runners. I kind of, on a social level, like to um, attend wine and food events and take photos of that. But um, then I have to consume whatever I took photos <laughs> of afterwards as well. Of course. <laughs> and that's a bad thing. <laughs> so now to the fun bit. Uh, quick answer, burger or pizza? Burger or pizza depends. Because if there's a um, wood-fired pizza oven, then I will have a pizza every now and again. But when there's a, a place with at least five types of burgers on the menu i will probably go for burger because they'll be more burger experts like i'm a foodie so i'm so like it is complicated because i'm complicated when it gets to food and wine <laughs> yeah so the next one i'm very intrigued by your answer <laughs> beer or wine no definitely wine no i think um as hard as people try making craft beer in South Africa, I don't think as it's closely as good an art that as as wine making in South Africa. We've got a much richer history of um, of making wine, and so many more to choose of. And I live in wine country, and I will like. I'm a brand ambassador for Stellenbosch wine region. Right, <laughs> an unpaid one. I'm just paying my own way through many bottles of wine but definitely wine 
sunrise or sunset? Uh, definitely sunrise um, because it's much easier to be awake for a sunset. So the commitment, especially in summer, getting up at 3 or 4 in the morning to be at the right spot, getting a sunrise, getting that shot, um, just being there on your own is way better than than a sunset with a hundred other people on Camps Bay taking the same sunset shot or lion's head for, for, for that matter. Any recommendations for books, music, um, anything that either inspires you that you're currently reading? Music-wise, I think buy, just pay for Spotify for that monthly thing. There's so many mu musicians out there that don't get the money they're worth. I'm a creative. Musicians are creatives and I don't think they get what they deserve. We see so much pirate, pirate music out there. So it's very simple. It's it's such a well designed app, and they learn your taste. And it's just just pay the money and skip that bloody ads that they got on the free app. So a slightly more personal question: um, What do you perceive success to be? Yeah, I think that's a quite a difficult question to answer. Um, but I do not um, rate success in the amount of things you owe, but more about the level of happiness in your heart and in your eyes. So if you um, if you are content with where you are and what you do, I think you, you can tick the box. Alfred, thanks so much chatting to us. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think uh, if we have this chat again in five years' time, both of us will do something slightly different. Great. So it's been good fun. Thanks so much. Cool. And if people want to follow you, where can they get all of fear to it? Oh, you goodness. Want to spell it? You know, that's the problem. <laughs> I always need to spell it. Link, link below I, I guess one of the reasons I chose fear touring because it's the only one where I can find a handle unique in on Instagram Twitter and Facebook <laughs> so that work is V-U-U-R-T-O-R-I-N-G just maybe Google <laughs> Alfred Thorpe you would definitely find me on Google cool but thanks so much for your time we really appreciate it Thank you for the chat, Alfred, and especially for sharing your story so honestly with us. For more on Alfred and his work, you can find him online at feartouring.net. Check out our website for more inspirational stories. I'm Michelle, and this is the We Create Podcast. Thank you for listening.